Hey guys, this is Chargers running back Joshua Kelly, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Much love. Aight. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolts podcast. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? You are all sleeping on the Flutie Flakes. There's no money in this. What am I drinking? Water. Correct. You can enter the promo code Audible Chocolate. You get nothing, but it just feels right. Hello and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Bermudez, and this podcast will bring you all the weekly Chargers news. We're going to review and analyse every single game, and we're going to bring you some of the hottest fantasy takes around. I'm joined, as ever, by my three fantastic co-hosts. First of all, the guy that wishes he was Spanish so much that he's currently wearing a retro Spain shirt, John Moss Jr. Good evening, Bez. Love that shirt that you're wearing, mate. Where'd you get it? Copper football. Is this, are, we, are we giving away free advertisements already? <laughs> Mate, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to desperately get us some revenue here. Come on, you, know, you never know. Free shirts, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, we'll tweet them tonight. Copper football. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. Jealous. Um, I'm also joined by the man you all love to listen to, the aluminum man, Audible Chocolate, John Ayres. Buenas tardes. A little bit of Spanish there for you. Um, good to be here. Good to be back. I'm impressed with everything except the awful shirt that you've poured something down. What even is that? Oh, oh it's a team called Arsenal. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. You know, they've uh, only team to ever have a perfect season. So the greatest team of all time. I don't know if you've heard of them, but, you know, no big deal. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the former birthday man. You had a great birthday, I hope, uh, last week. Uh, Dan King. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a decent one. New microphone. So hopefully sounding a bit better today. I like those deep tones, mate. You might be uh, challenging the airs for uh, smoothest voice on the waves. <laughs> um, so, what are we drinking this week? Right, so I'm throwing a sparrow in the works. You've got to <laughs> guess. You'll have to guess at the end of the uh, show. So, thanks to its freshness, sapidity and fragrance, this drink makes special every occasion. It adds pleasure and gratification to the table and dining experience. What am I drinking? Water. Correct. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I was just about to say, be careful. This is a you know we're trying not to get that R rating here. <laughs> that was trying to catch me out as if he's on anything but water. You've been you've you've started a trend. Other podcasts are now adding this feature in and referring to their uh, their their uh, hydration as the was water. Love it. Actually, that was a uh, that was a dining experience direct off a website that read it. I am not going to mention their name because it's free advertising. <laughs> San Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a, San Pellegrino. If you're listening, we're going to give you an email at the end of the show so you can uh, send us some uh, backdated cash for that advertisement. <laughs> John, what you want? Not coffee this week. Not coffee. Uh, so should I lie or should I tell you that I'm on coffee as usual? <laughs> Something that's going to bring the revenue in, John. Okay. Uh, well, this week, another Costa Rican company, a major one, though, Brit Coffee. I've been drinking one of their beautiful Cielo Azul, which is out uh, being that's grown out in their Monteverde region. This is, you know, a lot of cloud forests out there, high elevation, beautiful bean, notes of cacao, and some, some sort of a citrus flavor. I can't quite pit to it, but it's, it's a very nice, very smooth, um, prob- medium dark, probably around an eight on the roasting scale. So I uh, highly recommend it. Cielo Azul, blue sky, I like it, nice. Right, on to the weekly charges news, guys. So, first up, 
Roderick Teamer was suspended for the first four games of the regular season for testing positive for performance-enhancing drugs. Are we bothered? Anybody? No. That's uh, that's a negatory uh, for me. I just uh, it's it's hard for me to get too upset about a guy who's really a third stringer. Um, that you know, I, yeah, it hurts depth because obviously Chargers can always use more depth. But I think we've got so much talent in our defensive back room that I think we can we can weather the storm of missing a Teamer here for a few weeks. Who is it? Who he? I had to go and look. I, I I knew the name. I knew he played for us a bit last season, but I had to go and and look at if he made any sort of impact. Um, and what I found was a bit of an analysis online of his performances, coming in as sort of this um, replacement for Derwin James, playing sort of box safety, third linebacker, weak side, sometimes on the strong side. And what I kept noticing was, team on the field, oh, the, other, the opposition have got a first down. He's off the field again. So uh, I'm not asked. I don't know if he'll make the team. He's one of those people that scraped in injury cover last last season, Um might not even make the the team this year, given the strength of the depth that you you refer to, John. Yeah, I agree. I think who benefits the most out of this might be Aloha Gilman. I mean, we all said that he's got some dynamic uh, skills in the coverage game, uh, probably a special team ace. Um, you know, a lot of people even said he he could potentially be a, a future fill-in for Adrian Phillips at some point. But you know, if if Teamer's gone and he doesn't make the team. You know, Gilman might just have an opportunity for some playing time on defense. So, you know, you know, next man up, I guess. Yeah, and we've seen what Tima can or can't do. Um, maybe getting some Gilman time wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, the Chargers seem to sometimes be scared of putting rookies on the field early, especially out the draft, um, straight in, first day games. I think this opens up an opportunity. Um, and actually, I think it makes him expendable maybe practice squad drops bring him back if there's injuries but now unlucky mate shouldn't have taken it although i will say if you go and look at him on instagram he was just a a standard nothing special kind of guy before (laughs) he is ripped i am not surprised if anyone looked at his instagram they went should we we drug test him (laughs) because he looks he looks a beast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotta 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 get those uh private instagram accounts come on guys gotta be smarter he's, he's obviously <clears throat> he's obviously been training with uh austin eckler to be fair quite a lot of the charges look ripped tyrod looks absolutely oh, yes. phenomenal doesn't he yeah did you guys yeah. see austin eckler's madden strength rating though did not know a 70 what that is. Have they not seen the? Do they not follow him? Have they not seen the one-handed pull-ups he's oh, doing? That's dear. insane. I can't even do a two-handed pull-up <laughs> with a chair. Oh. What's a pull-up? Sorry, uh, um, guys. I'm going to move on to some. I'm, I'm, I apologise in advance. It is tentative Chargers news because it's more Eagles news. But um, because the there was a lot of chatter this off-season about what the team were going to do at left tackle. Were we going to draft someone? We were going to sign or trade for somebody. Or we were going to let oh, just run with who we've got. Uh, and actually, one of the biggest options that people were hoping for, Jason Peters, is off the open market. He's re-signed, as I expected him to do, with the Eagles. Um, are we disappointed or are we just going to roll with what we've got? I think we roll with what we've got and we trust um, James Campen to uh, fix that offensive line. We, we've spoke about it on numerous occasions and um, Peters has gone. Was there any a chance of us ever getting him? I don't think so. 
he's with the Eagles. Good luck to him. We've got our roster. We've got to work with what we've got. Yeah, I think um, you know, I think it's become clearer and clearer that the the front office specifically, who invested a third round pick in Trey Pipkins, has a lot of belief and faith in him, and they think that he's ready to go out there and you know, learn <laughs> learning by fire. You know, it's probably not going to be pretty all year, but you know, as we discussed, there are ways to roll around, um, roll to the outside, and just kind of do all kinds of things to hide a weakness on the left side. So uh, I think it's I think they're just going to go all in on Pipkins. Uh, you know. Spoiler alert, I've got a uh, new article on the website, three wild cards who could be aces for the Chargers this year. Uh, Pipkins is one of those wild cards. So, um, you know, as I say in that article there, he had a rocky start, but there were definitely flashes of potential. Um, he was inconsistent, but, you know, we, we brought in Campin, and as Waz said, this is his job is, is to make this line right, and I think it all starts with what we do at the left-hand side. So the Peters it, news is disappointing. would have been nice to maybe have a veteran in there for Pipkins to learn behind. But, you know, at the end of the day, if if the front office and Campin seem to think that they can go without Peters and they can just let Pipkins kind of take that step forward, I'm all in on it. Yeah, and is there any benefit to bringing in a 38-year-old? You know, are we just putting a plaster over a uh, superficial cut? Uh... No, I, yeah. I hear you. I agree with that 100%. And you know me, I'm on the Pipkins train. Um, I think a mobile quarterback, it's not as important to have a stellar multi-million dollar left tackle who's at the end of his career, who I think is going to go off a cliff um, with his performances. But, you know, it's it's either Tevi, Pipkins, you know I love Pipkins. So I'm, I'm comfortable. I think he was more of a Twitter darling. I think people went, oh, the left tackle is such a, it's the biggest glaring issue. How could Tom Telesco not solve it? He's going to spend these multi-million pounds on on bringing Peters in, and there was never actually a reality. There was no, you know, NFL rumors that he was talking to us or being considered. So I think you know there'll be people on Twitter and on the Chargers forums that are disappointed, but it wasn't ever really going to be anything else but him go back to the Eagles for me. So you know we move on, we roll with what we've got, and uh, see what Tyrod can do behind uh, the offensive line that he's gonna gonna have. Yeah, I, th- I think you've got a trust in Campen as well. I mean, this is a guy that uh, back in 1993 cut a promo against the late great Yokozuna for the <laughs> WWF. You've got to trust that guy. Um, plus, hasn't um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Peters has gone back to the Eagles as a guard specifically as well. Boom, breaking news. I heard this. Go on, tell me more. Uh, just from what I was reading, I think they'd signed him back as a guard specifically, so... Um, whether he will like whether it will make a a difference to the Eagles this year or not, I mean, as was said, he's thirty eight. He's he's not really in his prime. Um, I don't know that having a thirty eight year old guard would really help anyone. No, I'd agree. Do we really want to take away playing time from young and up and coming players to stick in the guy that's got one season or one and a half seasons left, might miss time for maybe injuries? He's, um, maybe he's prolonging his career by drinking water. Staying hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money in this. Oh no, no, Evian. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> um, you know, and that's uh, a great point though. You bring up about you know giving the young guys a chance to to get some time in there. You know, honestly, we have a lot of guys who could take that step forward and become a right or sorry left guard or left tackle of the future for us. But we don't know. Feeney, Lamp. Pipkins, does Tevi for some reason turn into something he's never been before? Storm Norton, great name, but you know, whatever. Like, we don't 
there's a lot of question marks about do we you know do we actually have depth at the position or we just do we have a bunch of practice squad guys that we roll out there because we have no choice well i think you bring in a guy like peters and you say okay well you sit there i mean he's just he even if he plays really well he's taking he's going to be there for a year he's taking up the spot we still don't know what we have so at least at least in this model we give pipkins we give lamp and feeney both a chance to play left tackle left guard and see what they have. And if they don't have it, then, you know, oh, well, you know, at least we know what our priority is going to be in the, in the next draft. You know, go get a tackle, go get a guard, um, you know, and if they are something, if we do see that step forward and we do think that there's potential for them to be, you know, those, to anchor those positions in the future, then at least we know, you know. So I think at the end of the day, this the writing was kind of on the wall. And, yeah, I think he was a Twitter darling. You get all up in the hype. Oh, let's get, let's bring in this veteran, you know? Um, so, you know, I'm kind of, I actually am kind of relieved. He ended up resigning with the, the Eagles. So now we don't have to hear about it or to think about it. We can just be all on board uh, the Pipkins and Feeney slash Lamp train. Well, I, I'm really optimistic about Lamp actually as well. A guard. Some people are saying he might try out for left tackle, but you know, we go into camp with some big things we'll be watching out for. I think when, when we get to, if we get to training camp and we get some reports out of it, I'll be keeping an eye on that particular battle and how it develops and 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 who Lynn rotates in there to see who who works. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not disappointed. Position battles make for great TV. Hard knocks. All right, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Can you imagine how boring it would be? Our oh, Peters, here's our thirty odd year old, thirty eight year old left tackle. No, no, I agree with you hundred um, percent. But I have now moving on some huge news, guys. It is confirmed, a hundred percent guaranteed legitimate news that the Chargers are the most popular sports team in the state of California. We all knew it to be true, but it's now confirmed by Barstool Sports. If you want to uh, understand what the hell I'm going on about, go to Twitter and look at Barstool Sports. It was trending a couple of days ago when they released a map of America and said which sports team, um, professional and college, was the most popular in each state. And the Chargers dominated Cali. Um, guys, I'm going to throw it out to you. If you were asked your top three California sports teams, I'm going to open up the floor to any you want to put in there as your top three. Come at me. In any order? Or ranking one to three? I think three, two, one. Come on. Oh, this is difficult. It, it, it depends what, what I'm putting at three, whether it's the Clippers or the Padres. Oh, come on. So I'm going to I'm gonna, cheat. I'm going to go joint third, Clippers, Padres, and obviously the, the uh, Chargers at rank one. But it's, it's an interesting thing for UK sports fans, because <clears throat> if you look at the uh, take baseball, you look at the Dodgers uh, and the A's, they've got five and four World Series, respectively. A lot of UK sports fans will opt for those successful teams like the Yankees, the uh, the, the Patriots, uh, etc. So for people like you and I, Bez, who support a soccer team that hasn't won anything since 1991, <laughs> um, supporting the Chargers, the Padres, uh, obviously the Clippers have had a, a lot more success in, in, in the NBA. But uh, it, it's an interesting point, um, you, you know. Um, I think I've said it before about bandwagon fans when the Seahawks won the uh, Super Bowl. A, a lot of UK sports fans uh, jumped on that bandwagon. I think it's the easy option, but yeah, Padres, Clippers, Chargers, job done. All right, just so be, to be clear, are we talking about our personal rankings or what we actually think are the real 
uh, favorite teams here in California. Because I'd really, because it, it, my list could definitely change here. It could be whatever you wish it to be. All right, so I've I'm gone just, personal, John. Okay, so I'm just gonna. I'm. I think to be fair to everybody, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and uh, step back and look at it from a very pragmatic standpoint. And just say I think we'll go by the best teams. Um, because that's not debatable at all. Um, and I think it's easy to say number three is the Clippers because they're the new kings of, ba- of NBA in California. Number two is the most recent um, World Series title winner in baseball, and that's going to be the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's right. They're so good. They're in two cities at once. And finally, uh, obviously, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, got to be the number one team, best team in, in the entire state. So there you go. Pragmatic. No homerism at all in there. That's just <laughs> straight. You know, it's just fact. I mean, I, I can't, I can't change facts. See, I think if you look at the most popular LA teams from a UK standpoint, you're seeing a lot of Warriors, a lot of, um, I don't know. You see a few Raiders fans here and there, but you kind of don't pay attention to them, and they just kind of disappear into the background. Um, there's definitely a lot of Warriors and Lakers fans over here. Um, but obviously the Chargers are number one. Now, if we're talking my favorite teams out of those three, now, I don't really have a baseball or basketball team. But I, I'd probably say um, Clippers. Whoop. Then at number two, well, number one, obviously, is the Chargers. Um, number two, I'd go for the Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch <laughs> League, the esports team, despite the fact that they're owned by Stan Kroenke. Um, they do have former London Spitfire player Birdring, who is definitely a favourite of mine. So they're up there with their nice purple jerseys with their silver lions on, but they're no charges. I love that take, going going off-piste with that one. Um I know what you mean, though, guys. It's interesting because, you know, we're over here in the United Kingdom and you get a different take uh, with the global fan base. And I think I, I, I rekindled my cricket career last weekend uh, for any Americans or international listeners, because we have a few. Um, yeah, I'm not going to explain cricket to you. It's just a better form of baseball. Especially <laughs> um, <laughs> test cricket. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I rekindled my my career after six years and went and uh, played for uh, Kersley, um, which was which was a good laugh. Um, but um, when I, something happened that keeps happening in the UK, I was in the bar ordering a, a post match pint, um, and there was a guy sat next to the bar with a Raiders cap on. How many Whoa. times do you go somewhere and you bump into a guy who thinks it's appropriate to wear a Raiders cap? So I politely got in a chat to him. I'd, I'd got changed. I had my uh, my Bosa um, colour rush jersey on. And I was like, oh, mate, look, Chargers, mate. Are you really a Raiders fan? And he had absolutely no clue whatsoever about the sport. He went, oh, mate, I just bought this from JD, JD Sports, mate. No idea. So that happens so, so many times. So it I does. don't think it's legitimate to say that the Raiders are supported. They're just a fashion accessory that no one has a clue. They like, they like the logo. It's available, you know, in Asda for seven quid. So crack on. <laughs> that's $3. <laughs> yeah, about, that's about right. So, and hang on a minute. Hang on. Raiders are not even in this conversation. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in they're different no, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're not even in it. But, but 
you know, you take that into consideration, you get some people wearing fashion things. I don't class that as true support. When you look at, you know, there's a lot of older fans that got into it when Montana was successful, who jumped on a bandwagon back back in the day, um, and they supported the 49ers. But nowadays, you don't, I don't come across that many 49ers fans, so they're, they're written off. Um, I think my three are quite clearly the uh, Fresno State, San Diego State, Aztecs, and the Chargers. <laughs> no, that's just my that's just my team. I'm sorry, um, Fresno actually, State Bulldogs. Fresno what? State Bulldogs. What about the Sacramento Kings? I'm going to tell. I'm going to give you an insight here. So uh, my wife's watching something called The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh Jesus! Um, oh, I know. No, tell man. me about it. What is when, this when I, garbage? When I when I go off, she's like, right, that's it. I need to get my fix of absolute trash telly. Turn her brain off from a difficult day of work and watches this. Uh, this uh, bubblegum pop, popcorn for the mind, as I like to call it. And uh, there's, there's the owners of the Sacramento Kings on that. And so she's like, who are they? So I, I think I might have to put them as three, just simply because it's in my household. Um, Chargers, as we said, number one. Number two was I'd, I'd probably steer away from letting anybody jump on the Clippers Padres bandwagon that you and I are, uh, are rocking and say that because of the Beckham era, perhaps the LA Galaxy, um, still a bit popular. See quite a few jerseys when I go and play football, but ultimately, I think we all agree, Chargers are number one. It's not for dispute. And um, you know, when we win the Super Bowl this year, we're going to be the most popular sports team in the world. Agreed. Good <laughs> That is one right. sticky wicket. That's for sure. <laughs> oh mate there was a sticky okay i went out second ball for for a duck it's like oh, striking no. it's, it's you know, like i actually do out. i actually do know what cricket is my uh my uncle is an aussie and uh he actually he actually watches the cricket quite a bit um so i get to uh i, I watch it every once in a while and pre- pretend to be interested oh I'm, I'm impressed mate well australia they're like a semi-professional amateur team they they yeah. try um, they try at cricket a little bit. Not very they're good, like, I've heard. They, uh, they're good with sandpaper. <laughs> We're going to get a lawsuit. It's coming. Um, <laughs> I don't get anything that just got said right now. So let's let's, let's stick to football, guys. Stick, stick to real it. sports. Definitely. Um, right. So, um, guys, as you heard on the intro to this podcast and last episode, we are now introduced by a legitimate Chargers running back in Joshua Kelly. Um, he's given us a little cheeky uh, cameo there. So, uh, um, Dan, I think you've got something for us this week. So, I've been scouring cameo.com looking for the brightest and the best LA Chargers players, current and former, just to see who's out there and who's willing to record promos or just videos for anyone. Um, so, I just wanted to play a little game with you guys. If I give you, let's let's start with if I give you three linebackers on the current Chargers roster, who do you reckon is the most expensive and who's the cheapest and who, as a result, sits in the middle? So if I tell you we've got the possibility of getting a promo from Drew Tranquil, Amike Egbule, and Kazir White, where Ooh, yeah. where would you rank the three of them? Wow. Well, I'm, I think... I'm sorry, can you say those three again, just so that I've got that right? Yeah, so that was Drew Tranquil, Emike mm-hmm. Egbule, and Kazir White. I reckon Tranquil's got the wind up him. I would have thought White, until Tranquil had a great season last year, and I think he's got giddy, and he's probably charging you know, too much. So I'm going to say Tranquil's my number one. Um, I think Egbule, no one knows who he is. I think he'd be cheap. And Kazir White, because people like him, and he, 
he had a decent season a couple of years ago is in the middle. That's my three. Well, you're close. Let, let's put it this way. Um, so, Kazir White, he's out there for £12.45. Bargain. Bargain indeed. That's, um, that's, that's more than a Raiders cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew Tranquil, £41.50. Bargain. Wow. Emike Egbule, um, breaking the bank a little bit with £207.50. Jesus. That's, that's $250. Exactly. What is going on? Egbule's the most expensive. Get out. By by a mile. I, I think he's uh, got his decimal point uh, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere too far to one side. Um, so let, let's look at a couple of former players here. If we um, bring up Jacob Hester, long-time um, long time charger, um, and let's throw in Cardell Jones. Just the two of them. Who's Who's top? Who's cheapest? I'm going to say Cardell's probably the most expensive because he actually had a pretty big following from Ohio State. So Jacob Hester never really had a big following anywhere. Um, so I'm going to guess that Cardell is going to be the more expensive, even though he really didn't make it anywhere. I mean, plus, you know, XFL. I mean, obviously, when, when, once you get famous in the XFL, I mean, that it's your golden ticket. You made it, baby. Absolutely spot on. Um I mean, Jacob Hester does have a post-Chargers career doing stuff with LSU and their broadcasting, but it's it's Cardale. Cardale's thirty-seven pounds, and Jacob Hester's fifteen. So both both lower than Egbule, <laughs> which I think is the big takeaway here. Um, I think Anthony okay, so, Lynn might even be cheaper than Egbule. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so one one last thing for you guys. Um, if I just throw out some names here and just see see what you think. I've, I've probably got about 10 names left, but I'm going to give you three more. Um, just see if you can tell me how much you think they'd be. So we've got Doug Flutie. LT. $50. And any advance on 50 for Doug Flutie? Oh, uh, Doug Flutie, no, too old, 32. I think he's come down in price because people have forgotten him. And no one forgets Doug Flutie. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. How could you forget Flutie? He had a cereal named after him, Flutie Flakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, he is a he is just a media. I mean, I'm going to say probably 75. I mean, come on. This is Flutie we're talking about. He defies logic. So, so Doug Flutie comes in at 166 pounds. What did I tell you? Wow. What did I tell you? You are all sleeping wow. on the Flutie Flakes. Wow. <laughs> um, if we go LT. He's, I'm just going to say, he's the most expensive player that I've come across, unsurprisingly. In turn, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 400 pounds, $450. Ooh, 300, 350 quid. I'm going to go two and a half egg bouliers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a measurement now? You don't know. No, uh, yeah, I was kind of took my, my bid there. I'm going to say, but he's LT. I'm going to go even higher, man. I'm going to go 425. So he comes in at £373.50. Yeah, so absolute bargain. Bargain. Um, let's one, make it happen. One last player. Um, <laughs> let's go with Mike Pouncey. Mike hmm. Pouncey. Hmm. Oh, you see, I'm going to go for 74 of your best English pounds. Can I, can I ask you a question? What uh, what does his brother go for? I will find out. 
Because <laughs> that, that's what I want. I want to know of the brothers who's charging more. <laughs> I'm going low. Intel. I'm going. I'm going twenty-eight bucks. Pouncy. Hmm. I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna say Pouncy. He's he's pretty vocal. I could see Pouncy being up in there in the sixty dollar range. So Mike is the only Pouncy on cameo. Uh, okay. So, and. Again, it's Bez. He's in there at eighty-three pounds. What? Wow. Whoa. Yeesh. Josh Kelly yeah. is a bargain. <clears throat> Josh Kelly is a bargain, and that's—I mean—he's—he's he's the future number one running back for the Chargers. So, I mean, we got—we got it on the ground floor on that. Is what I'm oh, saying. We did. And uh, guys, if you want a special ten percent off your first cameo order, you could enter charged up. But no, you can't. Not yet. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> He's or coming. you can enter the promo code Audible Chocolate. You get yeah. nothing, but it just feels right. <laughs> Maybe one of our uh, sponsors could pay for LT to do a cameo for us. Unbelievable. Just, just going to take off my Nike slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right, guys, I love that, Dan. That was superb. But I think I'm the winner. I'll take that away. Um, so I've got, uh, I believe you've also got for us a listener question, Dan. As I make True. you choke on your water. <laughs> yeah, I've now switched over to the water. Was has got yes. in my mind. I've the had was to water the bandwagon. It's, it's either that or I've finished the Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> and seeing as it's 10 to 11, that's probably a good thing. Um, so, we yeah, we received a listener question um, from my fiance. So, um, quite close to home here. Uh, the question was, following the announcement with the Washington football team dropping the Redskins name and logo... If the Chargers were to change their name, what would you want it to become? We're going to have to bleep out the, the R word you just used there, I think. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. Right, so if, if the Chargers changed their name and they were no longer the Chargers, it, what, would, what would I want them to be? There's, there's only one answer for me, and that's Wednesday. Well, that's the, what I said. <laughs> was well, it, either that, was and I are voting the same here. Either that or the Los Angeles charged up bolts. Oh, absolutely. Charge I, I, I still don't understand. And you're going to have to explain this to me. And maybe there's something I'm missing here. But why would you want to name your team after a day of the week? That's the middle of the week. It's hump day. Like, why would you want to name your team that? Oh, I mean, guys. why not call it Friday or Saturday no, no. or Sunday? No, no. Come on. Wednesday is the middle of the week. Remember, it's not a trough. It's a peak. <laughs> Something from my sales days there. There on, are John. no what, words. What are you, what are you choosing? There, there are no words. I mean, I don't know how I follow up Wednesday. Um, I mean, so oh, if they were the Bolts Chargers, I, it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's so iconic. I, I hate. What to are you wearing? What are you wearing? What am I wearing? The Los I Angeles mean, Gunners. Oh, I, I, you couldn't. I mean, Kroenke owns the Gunners. And he owns the Rams. Oh, you don't want to give him, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, that's good, yeah, that's you couldn't do point. that. Can't do that. I mean, I guess if I guess if you wanted to stick it to Kroenke, we'd be the Spurs. Ooh. <laughs> He'd hate that. Well, I mean, to be honest, I don't think he cares. I've I've watched uh, over the last few years that I've been a fan. I've watched him run the team, and he doesn't seem to really care much about about English football. But <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know something. I mean, we're talking Los Angeles. We're talking about. The team who 
doesn't take themselves too seriously. I think they should really lean into something with like a surfer or a beach or some sort of theme like that. I, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what we'd call them, but I think, uh, you know, anything would be better than Raiders. That's all I know. True. That's, that's oh, so call. true. I've got one for you. And actually, when we were moving to LA, I kind of wanted this to happen for real because I think there was a marketing opportunity for the team to craft a unique identity and not just boringly leverage Los Angeles as a city. And that was for us to be changed the first bit to SoCal. So SoCal Bolts was, was what I wanted us to rebrand as. Um, I think the color scheme, it sort of matches to that South California beach vibe, the surfer vibe that you mentioned. Um, but of course, uh, Sparnas is only interested in leveraging Los Angeles money. So uh, screw you, Dean. So I think we could take some names from some some English-based football teams. As you guys have already mentioned, Wednesday, you're not going to do anything with United or City. I mean, that just doesn't sound right. But think about Los Angeles Stanley. <laughs> no? Not a winner? No. That can stay with Accrington. Into Los Angeles. <laughs> Into Los Angeles, yeah. How about the Terriers? I think that would be an awesome name. The no? Terriers. No Terrier fans? Like, no, like no Huddersfield fans here. No. Oh, Barnsley. That's the Tykes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is the Tykes, mate. How about the Hammers? Uh, definitely not. Oh, no. definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. Love it. I love it, guys. Well, we've we've what we've done tonight is we've we've renamed our entire franchise. We've uh, spent a whole load of real money on uh, Egg Boulet because he's more than worth it as our greatest <laughs> linebacker of all time. And we've confirmed that the... Uh, the, the new SoCal Bolts are the most popular team in the entire state of California. Um, guys, uh, I'm going to call it a night for tonight. So uh, let us know where you guys are on the socials. At Endzone85. You can catch me at, at Adroit Airs. That's A-D-R-O-I-T-A-Y-E-R-S. Hashtag Audible Chocolate. And you can find me at UKLA Chargers over on Twitter. I'm at Bez the Spaniard, and the podcast is at Charged Up Pod. Guys, um, before we finish, um, we want, as always, your listener questions that we will um, answer. So email editor at chargeduppolts.com. You can get in touch on Twitter, Instagram, or through our website, chargeduppolts.com. Next week, we've got a very special important episode for you we are going to go through the charger schedule and we are going to nail our colors to the mast going through what we think each charges outcome will be win lose or draw and you can hold us to it we're going to set that set our stalls out uh we already know was thinks we're gonna we're gonna sweep the chiefs bold um and then we're gonna see who's the closest at the end of the season so um, thank you for listening get in touch and have a great evening Wednesday is the middle of the week. Remember, it's not a trough, it's a peak. <laughs>